वेलकम एवरीवन टू दिस लाइव पॉडकास्ट ऑन ट्विच वेर यू कैन फाइंड द न्यूज़ फ्रॉम द रिसर्च इंडस्ट्री डेट हाउ आर रिसर्चर कीम रिसर्चिंग ऑन वेरियस टॉपिक्स एंड डोमेन्स कीप आर्स लाइफ बेटर ऑफ कोर्स एंड दीज आर्टिकल पोस्टेड ऑन अवर वेबसाइट नेम्ड पोस्ट साइंटिस्ट डॉट कॉम सेफी आर विलिंग टू चेक इट आउट प्लीज चेक इट आउट अदरवाइज लिसनिंग टू दिस पॉडकास्ट विल बी इनफ फॉर यू गाइज एज इट्स एक्स लाइक एन आर्काइव on the daily basis providing you the information from the research industry so without wasting any further time let's get started with the first topic of the day novel deep learning method may help predict cognitive function okay let's see northwestern investigator have developed a deep learning based method that can predict cognitive function capacity based on brain shape and structure detailed in a study published in scientific reports the method you uh, which use graph convolutional network neural network cnns may also reveal new insights into the relationship between brain morphology and different cognitive functions as well as the decline of brain function When we apply the rich capabilities of CNNs to graph representation of the brain, we can explore the brain as an image in a previously unexplored way," said S. Kathleen Bandeth, MD, assistant professor of neurological surgery and co-author of the study. Understanding how the relationship between brain structure and cognitive function changes throughout the life course. has remained elusive however previous work suggests that fluid intelligence the ability to problem solve and think at reason abstractly depends heavily on two regions of the brain the prefrontal cortex and partial cortex both of which are involved in decision making and sensory perception among other functions Furthermore, investigating the association between brain structure and cognitive function may provide additional information about brain maturation, maturation and aging, as well as the psychological causes of cognitive impairment. In the new, uh, in the current study, the investigator developed novel CNNs, a specialized deep learning model to extract distinct morphological. features such as co- oh, cortical thickness and subcortical structured from converted brain mri scan to predict fluid intelligence we are reducing the brain to its surface only meaning that we are able to capture information not only about folding patterns but also about curvature and relationship between surface across tens of thousands of nodes including the outer cortical surface the inner cortical surface and the surface of seven subcortical brain structures bennett said okay using their novel cnns the scientists extracted morphological information of cortical ribbons and subcortical structure from two large mri data set involving patients from different age groups okay okay using the approach the investigator were able to demonstrate that the model significantly are performed other similar state of the art methods and that using a combination of cortical and subcortical structure it provided the most accurate predictions additionally across both data sets they found that structural feature of the amygdala amygdala hippocampus and nucleus accumbens nac along with temporal parietal and cingulate cortex draw the fluid intelligence prediction prior work investigating the neuroanatomic substrate of fluid intelligence has identified association between widespread cortical areas but relatively few relationship have been reported with subcortical structure or study added to these studies by identifying involvement of the bilateral nac hippocampus in the prediction of fluid intelligence which have been linked to the aspects of cognitive science such as reward processing judgment and decision making as well as motion regulation
said Union View PhD a graduate student in the McCormick School of Engineering Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering and lead author of the study. According to the authors, their surface-based CNNs offer the opportunity to map identify relationship between neurocognition and brain anatomy for myriad research purposes. The method also requires less training, time, and computation, making it more efficient to apply to other comprehensive data sets. For example, another recent uh, study led by Brent used CNN analysis for aging and dementia, finding that the pace of brain aging differs between healthy individual and patient with dementia. We are now looking to see if similar cognitive measures can be predicted using this method as has been done in our work here on fluid intelligence. But also uh, can we predict the onset of the dementia and potentially prevent or delay it before it starts, Band said. Of course, man. So this is the deep learning mo model based on the brain or neuroscience topic so i mean used in various application of course as well as in ai especially so yeah great man moving on to the next topic researcher offered roadmap for identifying new neuroprotective treatments by leveraging sex differences okay it's going uh, it's going to be now again neuroscience topics so let's see what we get in, in this? A new study from UCLA researcher provides a strategy for finding treatments optimally tailored for women and men to prevent cognitive decline is enhancing as well as progression of neurodegenerative disease by leveraging sex difference in the brain. Aging is associated with cognitive decline and brain atrophy. Aging also confers a major risk for developing a neurodegenerative disease given the aging population novel strategies are needed to identify neuroprotective therapeutics the study of sex difference in brain aging and neurodegenerative disease can reveal new candidate treatment targets tailored for women and men Understanding the role of sex chromosome gene expression in the brain in the context of warning sex hormones during aging is a new approach to identifying neuroprotective treatments. Dr. Rhonda Wanchkuk, Professor and Dr. Yoshiro Aito, Associate Researcher in the Department of Neurology, have created a roadmap to identify novel neuroprotective treatments tailored for women and men that leverage known sex difference in brain aging and neurodegenerative diseases. Okay. Previously, research pursuing treatment for neurodegenerative disease ignored sex differences in the brain and pooled data together from males and females, taking a one-size-fits-all approach. This could dilute out uh, robust effects that exist in one sex but not the other at the clinical research level and fail to capitalize on known disease modif uh, modifiers in the discovery of a new treatment targets at the basic research level. In their study, the X factor is neurodegeneration. Vanskul and Ito write that known sex difference in the brain as well as the effect of higher expression of certain X chromosome genes in females access compared to males XY can be accessed for their role in neurodegeneration during aging a stage of life characterized by loss of potentially neuroprotective hormones in females estrogen in menopause and males testosterone in andropause the study offers a roadmap for desentangling the contribution of these six specific factors, which can yield treatment optimization targeted for each sex. Okay. 
In the future, this roadmap can be used by research to discover targets on the X chromosome gene for development of modulatory treatment to prevent neuro degeneration and promote neural repair during brain aging. Given the aging population, lack of treatment to prevent cogn- cognitive decline during health and to reduce the risk for developing a neurodegenerative diseases, it is now imperative to apply a new strategy to identify neuroproductive treatments, said Wonsluk, uh, who also directs the UCLA Multiple Slurosis Program. Leveraging what is known about sex differences in multiple sclerosis, Alzheimer's disease, and Parkinson's disease can reveal candidate treatment targets tailored for women and men affected by these conditions. Sex chromosome effects remain understudied and represent a promising frontier for discovery, particularly in the context of declining level of sex chromosomes during menopause and andropause. The study is published in the Journal of Experimental Medicine as part of a science focus on sex differences in health and disease. So, I mean, great man, great research, great roadmap given by our researchers and doctors. Study shows that adaptive immune response can cause cellular loss in aging brain. Okay, let's see. Past neuroscience studies have constantly demonstrated that the aging of the mammalian nervous system is like with the decline in the volume of functioning of white matter nerve fibers found in deep brain tissues, although this is now a well-established finding, the mechanism underpinning the decline of white matter and associated pathologies are poorly understood. Researcher at Lundwing uh, Maximilian University, LMU of Munich, Technical University of Munich, the German Center of Neurodegenerative Diseases, Munich Cluster of System, Neurology and University Hospital, Winsburg, have recently carried out a study aimed at better understanding the neural mechanism that might result in the deterioration of white matter. The findings published in Nature Neuroscience suggest that adaptive immune responses could promote the loss of cells in aging white matter. Among the hallmarks of brain aging is a decline in white matter volume and function which leads to an increase in neurological disorders. Mikhail Simons and Osgun Two of the researchers who carried out the study told, uh, told Medical Express White matter contains nerve fibers, axons, which are extension of nerve cells, neurons. Many of these nerve fibers are surrounded by a type of sheath of covering called myelin, which allows our neurons to communicate fast and give white matter its color. The key objective of the recent work by Simons, Goxe and their colleagues was to better understand what causes the decline of white matter in the brains of mammals as they age, identifying the specific reaction of brain cells to aging. In one of the previous work published in Neuron, the researcher found an association between aging and alterations of white matter in the brain, which prompted microglia that is resistant immune cells in the brain to be more reactive. In our previous work, we showed that microglia helped to clear age-induced myelin damage, Simons and Goxe. We followed up on this work and tried to understand how these changes occurred and focused on the role of oligodendrocytes, myelin cells of the central nervous system, as they are the cells being lost in aging. 
To unveil the mechanism underpinning white matter declining in the aging brain, the researcher carried out a series of experiments on mice. More specifically, they used a combination of mouse genetics, single-cell genomics, and morphological analysis to study what happened in the mice brains as they aged. Okay. <laughs> The experiment led to an unexpected discovery, namely that adaptive immune response drive interferon, responsive microglia, and oligodendrocytes in the aging white matter. This means that in mammals, some of the body's natural response to fight diseases might cause the loss of vital brain cells and in the decline of white matter. In our study, we showed that the adaptive immune responses are one cause of the cellular loss in aging brain. This suggests that if we block harmful adaptive immune responses, we can possibly postpone, postpone brain aging. Oh, okay. Simons and Gox said. By analyzing the data collected in their experiments, Simons, Gox, and their colleagues were able to identify two types of oligodendrocyte states. Associated with aging, in their paper they uh, termed these states age-related and interferon-responsive oligodendrocytes. We were surprised to see how extensively oligodendrocytes respond to aging in the white matter. Simons and Gyox said, we also observed that C uh, CDAT cells drive the formation of interferon-responsive oligodendrocytes. Drosides. Together, our findings show that the adaptive immune system is an important modifier of white matter aging. The result gathered by this team of researchers could improve the current understanding of the aging brain and particularly of the mechanism underpinning the decline of white matter. In the future, they could help to shed more light on the causes of some neurological disorders, potentially promoting the development of more efficient treatment strategies. We are currently analyzing whether the changes we observed in mice also occurred in the aging human brain, Simmons and Gox added. In our uh, next study, we would also like to explore how infections such as COVID-19 and flu altered white matter aging. I mean, great man, great uh, research for the uh, our immune system, improve our immune system, and of course, uh, reduce the aging process and identifying those things which will be used in many. Uh, of course for our sustainable and healthy life so great man great moving on to our next topic gate tunable heterojunction tunnel triodes based on 2d metals selenide and 3d silicon okay let's see electronics engineer worldwide are trying to improve the performance of device which also loading their power consumption, tunnel field effect transistors, TFETS, an experimental class of transistor with a unique switching mechanism, could uh, be a particularly promising solution for developing low-power electronics. Despite their potential, most TFTs, TFETs, based on silicon and third, fifth, heterojunction exhibit low on-current densities and on-off current ratios in some modes of operation. Fabricating this transistor using 2D material could help to improve electrostatic control potentially, increasing their on-current densities and on-off ratios. Researchers at University of Pennsylvania, the Chinese Academy of Sciences, and the National Institute of Standard and Technology and the Air Force Research Laboratory have recently developed new heterojunction tunnel triodes based on vendor walls, heterostructures form from 2D metal, selenide, and 3D silicon. These triodes presented in paper published in Nature Electronics could outperform other defects presented in the past in terms of on-current density and on-off ratios. This paper is uh, based on the realization of tunneling transistor or switching devices 
based on the 2D material a deep jariwala one other researcher who carried out the study told tech explored it is a well known idea that many people have been trying to work on and solve for a decade now the issue has always been performance of the device to make a strong case to improve the performance of tunnel switching device in term of on off current ratios sub threshold swing and on current density some studies try to develop devices using slowly silicon and third fifth semiconductor or 2d semiconductor while some of the proposed devices performed better than others the performance appeared to be impaired in at least one relevant dimension with our work we have shown that when 2d insulators and uh W uh in uh okay WSC2 is combined with silicon all three major performance characteristics of the device mentioned above can be simultaneously improved jariwala explained to fabricate the hydrojunction tunnel triode jariwala and his colleagues stem and INSC crystal onto a heavily peed of silicon wafer subsequently uh, the current contents contact sorry using lithography graphy a printing method deposited on uh, a top gate dielectric and patented gate electrodes One key advantage of our gate tunable tunnel triodes is that they are based on silicon, which is underlying material for all microprocessors. Jariwala said. In addition, they have some of the sleepiest sub-threshold swing on and off current ratio and on current density for tunneling devices, making them some of the most energy-efficient and effective switches based on tunneling phenomena. In initial test the triodes created by the researcher attained sub threshold slopes as low as 6.4 meter volt decade and average sub threshold slopes of 34 milliwatt decade over four decades of train current remarkably they also exhibited a current on off ratio of approximately 10 to power 6 and an on state current density of 0.3 mu ampere meter at the drain bias of minus 1 volt we showed that insc works as an excellent 2d semiconductor in combination with good good old silicon for enabling some of the most energy efficient switching devices jadiwala said The possible implication of the finding are immense since energy efficiency are not more low for scaling down devices is the key requirement need for the art in terms of innovation at the device level in microelectronics the heterojunction tunnel tri- triodes introduced by Jadiwala uh, and his colleague could pave the way towards the realization of better performing low power electronic devices in principle the design could also be scaled up to wafers given that insc based 2d materials can be directly grown on silicon in our next study we plan to scale up the material growth to make it more practical and scale down the device dimensions to improve the performance even further jadiwala added demonstrating the material growth over the large area on a wafer will be a big milestone which we hope to achieve by next year okay okay moving on to our next topic adibium atoms in silicon a prime candidate for quantum networks okay okay let's see a team of researchers at the m m p q has pioneered the integration of adibium atoms with spe- 
with special optical properties into a silicon crystal the atoms can thus be connected by light at a wavelength that is commonly used in telecommunications this makes uh, them ideal building blocks for further quantum network that enables calculation with several quantum computers as well as the secure exchange of data in a quantum internet since the new experimental result award achieved without sophisticated cooling and and are based on established method of semiconductor production the method appears suitable for large networks when quantum computers are connected to a network completely new possibility allies analogous to the internet consisting of the interconnected classical computers such as quantum network can be realized by entangling individual carrier of quantum information so called qubits with each other using light the qubits in turn can be built from individual atom that are isolated from one another and embedded in a host crystal a team of researchers at the max planck institute of quantum optics mpq in garching and the technical university of munich has now demonstrated a feasible way to build a quantum network using atom in a silicon crystal this means that the same technology employed in classical computer can also be used for quantum computers and uh, and their and their networks this work is published in physical review x law uh, losses and strong coherence the new technology relies sorry guys sorry 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 low losses and strong coherence the new technology relies on rbn atoms that are implanted into the crystal lattice of silicon under very specific conditions we know from earlier experiment that rbn has good optical properties such as application says dr angrius resvier head of auto hand quantum network research group at mpq The atoms of this rare earth element emit infrared light at a wavelength of around 1500 to 50 nanometers. The spectral range used for data transport in optical fiber cables. It exhibits only low low loss during propagation in a light conducting fiber. In addition, the light emitted by RBM has excellent coherence. Resonance nodes. This means that individual wave trains are in a stable phase relationship to one another, a prerequisite for the storage and transmission of quantum information. These characteristics make RBM a prime candidate for analyzing a quantum computer or being used as an information carrier in a quantum network. Resonance says, "Okay." However, what may sound simple poses a tricky technological challenge for the MPQ researchers. Among other things, the team had to embed an uh, individual atom of the rare earth element in the crystalline matrix in a target and re- reproducibly manner, and fix them in a specific position relative to the silicon atoms. We choose silicon for this because it is already used for classical semiconductor that form the basis of our information society. Explain the physicist established processes are available for the preparation of silicon crystal on high of high quality and purity. Okay, okay. Moderate temperature narrow sp- spectral lines Then integrate rbm atoms into such a crystal in technical jargon to dope it it forge had to be endowed with nanometer fine structures the surface light conducting elements then the researcher irradiated the silicon with a beam of rbm ions soldered individual atom penetrated and exposed to different places at high temperatures in contrast to the usual procedure Uh, we did not heat the chips or to 1000 but only to a maximum of 500 degrees celsius says andreas gris a doctoral student in the team the consequences of the comparatively moderate temperature was a particularly stable integration of individual rbm atoms in the crystal lattice without a large number of atoms clustering together 
This manifested itself in unusually narrow spectral lines in the emission of the infrared light by the erbium. Reports Gritsch had around 10 kilohertz, which is the smallest spectral line width measured in a national structure to date. This is also a favorable property for the construction of a quantum network, the researcher says. And there is another feature that distinguishes the method optimized by the Garching researcher for doping the silicon crystal. The excellent optical properties of the introduced erbium atoms do not only show up in the immediate vicinity of the absolute zero at minus 273. Uh, degree Celsius as in previous experiments. Instead, uh, they can also be observed at temperature considered high for quantum phenomena of around 8 Kelvin degrees above absolute zero. Such a temperature can be achieved by cooling in a cryostat with liquid helium, says Andres Resrud. This is a technological easy to realize and paves the way towards future applications. Diverse potential application. The range of possible future application for quantum network is based. Quantum computers could be built from them in which a large number of separate processors are interconnected with such computing machines which use certain quantum mechanical effects Complex tasks can be mastered that cannot be solved with conventional classical system. Alternatively, quantum networks could be used to investigate the properties of new types of materials. Or they could be used to build a kind of quantum internet in which previously unattainable amounts of information could be transmitted, similar to the normal internet but encrypted securely using quantum cryptography, says Rizardier. The prerequisite of all these potential applications is to quantum mechanical entangled qubits in a network to show that this is also possible based on erbium atoms in silicon chips in our new task, says Andreas Rizardier. Together with his team, the physicists are already working on mastering the challenge's goal to show that the circuits for powerful quantum networks can be pretty similar to microchip for mobile phones or notebook computers, but pave a broad field for new scientific finding and technical possibilities that are unthinkable itself. Unthinkable today. Okay, okay. Moving on towards next topic. The secret to the skillful skydiving of the wingless springtails. Early in the pandemic, Victor Oritago, gymnast, was exploring creeks near his home and observing springtails. The organisms are the most abducted non insect hexapods on Earth, and Ortego gymnasts suspected their. Avoidance of predators had something to do with their ability to jump on water surface and land perfectly in the same spot. Otago gymnast brought the hypothesis back to his lab in Georgia Tech School of Chemical and Biomolecular Engineering (CHB). Using a combination of computation and robophysical modeling, as well as fluid dynamics experiments, the researchers were able to see for the first time the mechanics. A springtail movement. They determined how springtail control their jump self right in mid air and land on their feet, all within the blink of an eye, effectively saying, saving them from predators. These extraordinary organisms with unique morphology live at a very precarious place, the water surface, said. CHPE assistant professor Sand Bamla. So, when the jump from and land back on water, we must understand the effects of both hydrodynamics and aerodynamics, how, the, um, how they land perfectly 
on their feet almost every time on the surface of water was the puzzle we set to solve in the paper in this paper otago gymnas bamlo and their collaborators presented their research in directional take off aerial writing and addition landing of semi aquatic springtails published in the preceding of the national academy of science understanding springtails the researcher discovered that springtails are so successful because of posture mostly by their unique appendages for jumping and addition first uh, they adjust uh, the angle of their leaping organ and the furcula when they to- uh, they take off then they change their posture mid air within into a u shape the crea- uh, that create aerodynamic torque effectively self writing them 20 milliseconds into the jump the fastest way of a wingless organism they land on a chlorophore an appendage particular to the springtail that holds water springtails are a part of the columbo family organism that are known for having a hydrophilic chlorophore a tube like structure that holds a water droplet and can adhere to surfaces the researcher determined this chlorophore is essential for the springtail to glide on the surface of a water and effectively land on its feet without bouncing with high speed imaging and a hydrodynamic oscillator force mathematical model using surface tension inertia buoyancy drag capillary dissipation and action forces the researcher calculated how the spring drill takes advantage of, of its chlorophore for stable landings that release energy through capillary waves nobody has shown experimental what the chlorophore is really for and we are showing that it's for their survival otago gymnast said they need this for stability controlling their take off but more importantly how to perfectly land like an acrobat after the researcher observed the jump they found the springtails could tr- control their take off angle and speed they break they broke it down into a mathematical model to determine how precise these jumps were in, in a computer uh, simulation the model suggested that if springtails can control the angle of their body they can glide on the surface of the water with their chlorophore validating ortego experimental observations researchers explored the self writing ability of springtails by using dead and living springtails in a wind tunnel as well as using free fall physical models they found that the springtail u-shaped posture and a droplet collected by the chlorophore created the perfect landing This work shows just how important control motion is for predator escape and survival said Catherine Dixon a program director at the National Science Foundation which partially funded the research springtail could could not have become the most abducted non insect hexapod without have, uh, being able to control the gymnast like escape response in addition to being fascinating to watch this new understanding of the biomechanics of how springtail control their jump their jump spin in mid air and land safety on water could lead to advances in fields from robotics to aerodynamics dynamics next uh, the researcher built small robots to replicate their experimental computational observation in a physical environment in collab in collaboration with professor jengwon kon team at the ogio university in south korea it has been a major challenge for jumping robots specifically at small scale to control their orientation in the air for landing and jumping coasted the finding in this research could inspire in insect scale 
jumping robot that are able to land safely and expand the capability of robots in new terrains such as the open water surface area on planet lakes and oceans the researcher created a small robot with drag flapper to validate the observation that a clone of road and body shape are needed to land we show in a di- uh, in three different cases that the native robot spins out of control and land unpredictably bombless it but as you add each of these increments like the drag flappers we demonstrate that uh, the robot can achieve stability and land on its feet the robot has a 75% success rate compared to the springtail 85% success rate making the result significant but the result could have implication for more than just springtails we are now opening this pandora box of what uh, smaller animals can do on tiger gymnast said there is a belief that because they are tiny they don't have as much control as big animals do so we are opening some possibility of control at this small scale that could wins uh, give insights into the origin of fluid in organisms okay okay <laughs> moving on towards next topic artificial intelligence deciphers detector clouds to accelerate materials research extras can be used like a super fast atomic resolution camera and if researchers shoot a pair of extra pulses just moments apart they get atomic resolution snapshots of a system of two points in time comparing this snapshot shows how material fluctuates within a tiny fraction of a second which could help scientists design future generation of super fast computer communication and other technologies resolving the information in the x-ray snapshot however is difficult and time intensive so Josh Wardonard a lead scientist at the Department of Energy Slack National Accelerator Center in Stanford University and the 10 other researchers turned to artificial intelligence to automate the process their machine learning aided method published October 17 in Structural Dynamics accelerate this x-ray probing technique and extends it to previously inaccessible materials The most exciting thing uh, to me is that we can now access a different range of measurement which we couldn't before turn our head handling the bob when studying material using this two poles technique the x-ray scatter of a material and they are usually detected one photon at a time a detector measures these scattered photons which are used to produce a speckle pattern a blotchy image that represent the precise configuration of the sample at one instant at a time researcher compared the speckle patterns from each pair of pulses to calculate fluctuation in the sample however every photon creates an explosion of electrical charge on the detector turner said if there are too many photons these charged clouds merge together to create an unrecognizable blob this cloud of noise means the researcher must collect tons of scattering data to yield a clear understanding of the speckle pattern you need a lot of data to work out what's happening in the system said satya chutri a phd student at stanford university who led who led uh, this work he's uh, he's advised by toner and co-author mike dune director of the linux current light source lcls or uh, x-ray lasers at slack with conventional method all of data had to be collected first then uh, then analyzed using model that estimate how the photons bunch together at the detector lengthy a lengthy process to understand the speckle patterns the machine learning method on the other hand used the raw 
Detected image or scattered photon to regularly extract fluctuation information. This new method is 10 times faster on its own and 100 times faster when combined with improved hardware, allowing data analysis in closer to real time. Part of the success of the new method came from efforts of co author Nicholas Burdett and associate. Uh, staff scientists at Slack who developed a simulator that produced data with which uh, to train the machine learning model. Through this training, the algorithm was able to learn how the charged clouds merge and untang untangle how many photons hit the detector per blob and per pulse pair. The model proved accurate even under very blobby conditions seeing beyond the clouds the model can extract information for a range of material that have been difficult to study because x-rays scattered of them too weakly for detection such as uh, high temperature superconductor or quantum spin lipids chitri said the new method could also uh, be applied uh, to other non-quantum materials including colloids, alloys and glasses. Turner said the research should be helped for the LCLS second upgrade which will allow researchers to collect up to million images or a few terabytes of data per second compared to about a hundred images a second for LCLS. And Slack, we are excited about this upgrade but has have uh, also been kind of worried if we can handle this amount of data turner said in a related paper the team found that their new technique should be fast enough to deal uh, with all that data this new algorithm will uh, really help the speed boost offered by artificial intelligence promises to also alter the experimental process itself instead of making decision after data collection and analysis researchers will be able to analyze data and make changes during data collection which could save time and money spent during the experiment it will also allow allow the researcher to spot surprises and direct their experiments in real time to investigate unexpected phenomena this method can let us explore more of the material science you are interested in and maximize scientific impacts by letting you make decisions at different points along your experiment about changes in experimental variables such as temperature, magnetic field, and material composition. Chitri said, the study is a part of larger collaboration between Slack, Northeastern University and Harvard University to use machine learning to advance materials and chemistry research. Moving on towards next topic, rare fossil clam discovered alive. Discovering a new species is always exciting, but so is finding one alive that everyone assumed had been lost through the passage of time. A small clam, previously known only from fossils, have sorry has recently been uh, found living at Na Naples Point, just up to the coast from UC Saint Barbara. The discovery appears in the journal Zookeys. Okay, it's not all the common to find alive a species first known from the fossil record, especially in a region as well uh, studied as Southern California, said co-author Jeff Goddard, a research associate at UC Santa Barbara Marine Science Institute, uh, doesn't go back anywhere near as far as the famous Coriolanthus or the deep water Mulex neopilinia galatheae representing a entire, an entire class of animals thought to have disappeared 400 million years ago but it doesn't go back to the time of all the wondrous animals captured by the La Bria tar pits on an afternoon low tide in temperature 
in November 2018, Godad was turning over rocks searching for nudie branch sea slugs at Naples Point when a pair of small translucent by walls caught his eye. Their shells were only 10 meters long, he said. But when they extended and started waving about a bridge wide shaped foot longer than their shell, I realized I had never seen this species before. The surprised Godard, who has spent decades in California interdietal uh, habitats, including many years specifically at Naples Point, he immediately stopped what he was doing to take uh, closer fo- photos for the interviewing animals. With quality images in hand, Goda decided not to collect the animals which appeared to be reared. After printing down their taxonomic fa- uh, family, he sent the images to Paul Wenzelinskard, creator emeritus of Malacology at the St. Barbara Museum of National History. I was surprised and interviewed. Valenskan Scout recalled. I know this family of bivalves, uh, Galeum memtide, very well along the coast of the Americas. This was something I had never seen before. He mentioned a few possibilities to Goddard, but said he did need to see their animal in person to make a proper assessment. So Godard uh, returned to Naples Point to claim uh, his calm. But after two hours combining just a few square meters, he still hadn't uh, caught a side of his prize. The species would continue to elude him many more times. Nine trips later in March 2019 and nearly ready to give up for good, Godard turned out yet another rock and saw the needle in the haystack. A single specimen needs to, go, uh, need to be a couple of small white nudie branch and a large chiton. Valence caught would get his specimen at last and the pair could finally set to work on identification. Valent Scott was even more surprised once he got his hand on the shell. He knew it belonged to a genius with one member in the St. Barbara region, but the shell uh, didn't match any of them. It raised the exciting possibility that they had found a new species. This really started the hunt for me, Valentin Scott said. When I suspect something is a new species, I need to track back through all of the scientific literature from 1758 uh, to the present. It uh, can be daunting task, but with experience, it can go pretty quickly. The two researchers decided to check out an intergoing uh, reference to a fossil species. They track down an illustration of the bivalve Bornea cookie from the paper describing the species in 1937. It appeared to match the modern specimen if confirmed this would mean the goddad have found not a new species but a sort of living fossil. It is worth nothing, uh, nothing that the scientist who discovered the species, George Willett, estimated had excavated and examined perhaps 1 million fossil specimens from the same location. The Baldwin Hills in Los Angeles. That said, he never found B. Cookie himself, rather, the, uh, he named it after Edna Cook, a Baldwin Hills collector who had found the only two specimens known. Vincent Scott requested Willett's original specimen, now classified as Simotea Samosia Samosio Cookie from the Natural History of Museum of Los Angeles County. 
This object called the tie specimen served to define the sp specimens served uh, to define the species. So it's ultimately arbitrary to the clump identification. Meanwhile, God had found another specimen at Niles Point on single empty shell in the sand underneath a boulder. After carefully comparing the specimen from Niles Point with Willard Fossil, Vengeance Scout concluded they were the same species. It was pretty remarkable, he recalled. Same size and cryptic habitat, not withstanding all of this bug, the question of how the clam eluded detection for so long. There is a much uh, a long history of shell collecting and malocology in uh, Southern California, including fogs interested in the harder to find micromolculus. That isn't hard to believe. No one found even the shells of our little cutie, Godad said. He <laughs> suspect that clans may have arrived here on currents as planktonic larvae carried uh, up from the south during marine, he uh, marine heat wave uh, from 2014 through 2016. This enabled many marine species to extend their distribution northward, including several documented specifically at the Nels Point, depending on the animal growth and longevity. This could explain why no one had noticed sea cookie at the site prior to 2018, including Goddard, who has worked on the nudie branches at Nails Point since 2002. The Pacific coast of Baja, California has broad intertidal inter boulder fields that stretch literally for miles, Godhead said, and I suspect that down there Samosio Cookie is probably living in in close association with animal borrowing beneath those boulders. Moving on towards next topic and the last topic of this podcast. Shedding light on the superconductivity of newly discovered Kagom metals. Already used in computers and MRI machines, superconductor material that can transmit electricity without resistance hold promise. Further development of even more advanced technologies like hover trains and quantum computing, yet how superconductivity works in many Materials remains a mystery that limits its application. A new study published in Nature Physics sheds light on the superconductivity of AV3 SB5, a recently discovered family of cargo metals. The research was led by Liang Wu of the School of Art and Science and conducted by Yunshuan Zhu, a postdoc in VU Lab and graduate student Zhengong Ni and Kunwen Tang, in collaboration with the researchers from the Winsman Institute of Science and University of California, Santa Barbara. Since this discovery, superconductor with this chemical formula AB3SB5, where A refers to cesium, rubidium, or potassium, have generated immense interest for the exotic properties. The compounds featured a Kagom lattice, an unusual atomic arrangement that resembles and takes its name from a Japanese basket weave a pattern of interlaced corner sharing triangles. Kangom lattice material have fascinated researchers for decades because they provide a window into quantum phenomena such as geometrical frustration, topology, and strong correlations. While previous research on AV3SB5 has discovered the coexistence of two different comparative 
cooperative electronic state the charge density wave order and superconductivity the nature of the symmetry breaking that companies the state has been uncleared in physics symmetry refers to a physical or mathematical feature of a system that remains unchanged under certain transformation when material transition from a normal high temperature state to an exotic low temperature state like superconductivity it undergoes symmetry breaking view whose lab uh, develops and use a uh, time resolved and non linear optical techniques to study quantum materials set out to clarify the nature of symmetry and breaking when av3sb5 enters the charge density wave phase av3sb5 exhibitor uh, what researcher call a cascade of symmetry block on phases in other words as the system cools down it begins to enter a symmetry breaking state with lower and lower temperature leading to additionally broken symmetries in order to use superconductor for application we need to understand the uses because superconductivity develops at even lower temperature we need to understand the charge density wave phase first In its normal state, AV3SB5 consists of a hexagonal crystal structure composed of cadmium lattice of vanadium V atoms coordinated by antimony SB uh, stacked on top of one another with sheets of cesium, rubidium and or potassium in between each VSB layer. The structure in six a six fold rotational symmetry when rotated by 60 degrees shares the same to find out whether av3sb5 retains its six fold symmetry in the charge density wave phase the researcher performed scanning by fringes measurement on all three members of the av3sb5 family by fringes or double refraction refers to an optical property exhibited by material with crystal logographically distinct axes a principal axis and non equivalent axis when light hits the material along the non equivalent axis it splits into with each ray polarized the traveling at different speeds In a cadmium plane uh, the linear optical response uh, should be the same along uh, any direction but they are not in the AV3SB5 because between the two cadmium layers there's a relative shift uses explaining that the by fringes measurement revealed the difference between two orthogonal direction in the plane and a phase shift between the two layers that reduces the sixfold rotational symmetry of the materials of the two fold when they enter the charge density wave state this was not clear to the physics community before distinct axes are not the only explanation for the rotation of the light polarization plane when linearly polarized light encounters a magnetic surface it also changes a phenomenon known as the magneto optical cad effect after separating out of the property of bar fringes by sending light along the principal axis in samples of av3sb5 the researcher could use a second optical technique to measure the onset of the cad effect for all three metals the experiments reveal formation of charge density wave breaks another symmetry time reversal symmetry the simplest way to break time reversal symmetry which holds that the law of physics remain the same whether time runs forward or backwards is uh, to use a permanent magnet like those we put on a refrigerator uses however the curd effect is only observable Uh, at low temperature with high resolution indicating that the cadmium metals are not substantially magnetic with this quantum material views is and he and his collaborator theorize 
at a time reversal symmetry is not broken by the permanent magnet but by a circulating loop current to confirm the nature of time reversal symmetry breaking in the charge density wave state the researcher performed a third experiment in which they measured the circular dichroism or the unequal reflectivity of left-handed and right-handed circularly polarized light of the chain density wave phase. We still need further work, but this finding really supports the possibility of circulating loop current, the existence of which would suggest the unconventional nature of the superconductivity in the metal, says Wu. In 2018, Congress passed the National Quantum Initiative Act with the goal of advancing research on quantum materials and the development of quantum technology, quantum materials include those with topological properties and those with correlation like the CAGOM metals AV3SB5. While view pre uh, previous research centered on the former category and anti ferromagnets, he says that the scanning optic technique that he did he developed for these studies presented a ready and versatile tool for shredding symmetry breaking in new cago metals all superconductors are, in, are interesting because they could potentially be used as the basis of quantum computer but before using these new superconductors for quantum computing we need to understand the nature of the superconductivity uses so these are the study, these are the findings given on by our researcher on the shedding line on superconductivity materials. At last I just wanna say you guys keep researching, stay curious, stay healthy.